man who needs no introduction, Taylorville's U.S. Congressman Rodney Davis. Congressman Davis, good morning to you. Hey, good morning, Chris and Greg. How are you guys? Good. Yourself? Are you staying healthy? How's the family? Yeah, family's doing great. Kids are online learning at their first, at their, uh, my twins' first year of college. So they're sitting upstairs uh, already logged on uh, doing classes from home. I do not miss those early morning classes in college. I bet it would have been much better if I could have done it from the comfort of my own bed. Uh, Congressman, last <laughs> night you had uh, your ears must have been burning a bit as uh, Springfield aldermen were asking about uh, what kind of federal resources are going to be available to uh, local communities, in particular here in Springfield. Um, it seemed to be there was confusion as to what kind of guidelines you're offering, Springfield Mayor Jim Langfelder, versus what Springfield Mayor Jim Langfelder is seeking to get clarity from you. So what kind of communications have you had with the mayor here in Springfield uh, and with any mayors from around the area about the types of resources that are going to be available for governments, for individuals, and so on? You know, uh, Jim Langfelder, Mayor Langfelder, called me uh, last week in regards to a request he had to help use some HUD CDBG funds, Community Development Block Grant funds, to help with the Central Illinois Food Bank. Um, You know, we got a hold of HUD and got some guidelines uh, given to the mayor as to what he could and, and could uh, use those funds for. So we're just taking the requests from local officials and getting them the answers they need as to how to spend that money. Look, there's already been $800,000 in community development block grant funds given to the city of Springfield to deal with, with COVID-19 issues. And it's really up to them. It's up to the mayor and the city leaders to determine how best to spend that funding, and we'll get them the answers they need of what's eligible and what's not. But had a few good conversations with Mayor Langfelder over the last week and a half about some issues. One of the issues that was brought up multiple times last night from several aldermen uh, deals with uh, providing some kind of rent uh, relief, uh, some kind of uh, monetary resources to help with utilities. What are the guidelines there? Uh, and as the as the mayor asked you about that, if not, we're asking you about it. What kind of guidelines are there with uh, with uh, rent assistance? Well, I, I don't know what the answer would be. Uh, the mayor hasn't spoken to me about it, but I spoke with Teresa Haley yesterday, uh, and that's something she brought up to me. And she is, uh, you know, she's somebody who is a, a great leader of the NAACP and said that it's affecting many of her constituents. Uh, in the NAACP. So if that's a request, I told her to go talk to the mayor. If that's a request that the mayor and the city leaders want us to look into, we'll gladly uh, reach out to HUD and, and find out what's available and what's what's permissible and what's not. We're talking with uh, Congressman Rodney Davis with News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY. And Congressman, just listening to last night's uh, council meeting with the council roundup, Chris and I heard the, the alderman asking just that. So is that enough of a request? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, look, I wasn't I wasn't at the meeting or uh, or watching the meeting like you guys. So first, I've heard about it. I'm sure the mayor will be giving me a ring today, and and uh, we'll reach out and and get them the answers that they need. Congressman Rodney Davis is with us on News Talk ninety four point seven and nine seventy WMAY. Congressman, what more can we expect? I mean, we've been hearing about the second round of the stimulus. What are some of the things that are being kicked around Washington right now? Well, actually, Chris and, and Greg, this would be the fourth round of uh, the fourth phase that we're debating right now. Remember, phase one that started in the House back in March uh, invested the first hundreds of uh, millions of dollars into uh, finding a vaccine and, and also addressing 
COVID as a as a uh, an infectious disease. So in the second round, second phase was to implement a, a paid leave program so that employees who had to quarantine uh, would still be able to get paid and allow those small businesses to be able to take it off of their payroll taxes that they would have owed for that employee to be able to take that paid leave. Phase three is the big one. That's the $2.2 trillion package that included our our Paycheck Protection Program that's been wildly popular with small businesses, mom-and-pop shops, the ones who are really feeling the heat of this uh, government-imposed shutdown order. And that program is running out of money. So what I hope in the next phase, phase four, is to replenish that fund. That's the only funding pot that's running out of money right now. Uh, Hospitals just got yesterday their first round of of funds that were coming in at a $100 billion investment nationwide. And I believe Illinois hospitals and medical facilities just got $1.2 billion sent to uh, Illinois yesterday. So they should be seeing those those dollars to help them recover from government-imposed shutdowns on elective surgeries and elective procedures. But the next phase, I think, should focus on the areas where we're running out of money, and that should be the PPP program. Well, Congressman, uh, we've been hearing about how we're going to get things open back up, but uh, there's still a lot of confusion. I uh, just saw a report about retail sales down substantially, like 20-plus percent. Restaurant and bar revenue across the country is down like 25 percent. It seems to be uh, shifting over to retail grocery stores, which is actually up 25 percent. We'll hear more about that with ABC News. But how can we get these small mom-and-pop retail stores back open uh, if we have this kind of conflicting messaging coming from uh, President Donald Trump and uh, the likes of Governor J.B. Pritzker. The key is, you know, what are we, what are our, what's the data showing? You know, are, are we still able to do what they say initially and bend the curve of an, the infection rate? And we're learning more about this disease every single day and how best to fight it, how best to avoid it, and what have you. Uh, if the numbers continue to, to go in the right direction, I certainly hope we can open up our economy again. But the key point for us in Congress was to make sure that we had a pot of money, a kind of a bridge loan program, bridge funding program for those mom and pop shops that were hurt by government telling them that they can't operate. Uh, That revenue is down, but I certainly hope when you look back just a few short weeks ago, Chris and Greg, we had an economy that everybody who's ever run for Congress promised the American people we would have historic economic growth, historic low unemployment. I think the basic backbone of that economic growth is still there. Once we open back up, I don't know about you guys, but I'm excited to go out to eat for many days in a row. Uh, (laughs) I'm going to spend a whole month going to restaurants. Look, I'm getting addicted to Tasty Cake mini lemon donuts, so I don't know if I'm going out every night. Yeah, I need to stop eating those, that's for sure. Uh, Definitely up there. Congressman Rodney Davis is with us on News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY. Congressman Davis, I want to get your thoughts on on Donald Trump halting the World Health Organization funding over the coronavirus. That, That came over five hours ago. Um, what, what was behind that, and uh, what are your thoughts on that? Well, the president, uh, like with NATO funding, has used, uh, has used funding multinational organizations as kind of a bully pulpit to get, uh, get those organizations to do what many presidents should have done in the past. Like in NATO's case, get our NATO allies to pay more of their share rather than relying upon the United States to cover these costs. Uh, I think he's using this as a to send a message to the World Health Organization that they failed us. 
they did fail us. They were they were spreading Chinese propaganda when this disease started before the end of last year in China. Uh, China needs to be held accountable for what they didn't do on the world stage. And frankly, the World Health Organization needs to be held accountable for what they allowed China not to tell the rest of the world about this disease and gave us uh, what we now have here in the United States. Congressman, uh, when it comes to uh, getting things back opened up, uh, what do you what do you see happening here? Uh, regionalization, uh, compacts between Midwestern states. Uh, I mean, the president yesterday said he's going to lay out a kind of a, a date specific for each state. And if states don't do a good job, then he's going to come down very hard on them. Uh, so how do we how do we approach this in Illinois, where you've got downstate lawmakers saying, they're not seeing much activity at all. It seems to be contained in their areas. While you've got Cook County, uh, a, a hot spot recognized by national health officials, uh, is there an approach that we can move forward with to to get the economy back open in some parts of the state and uh, maybe keep things clamped down for a few more weeks in other parts of the state? Well, I, I think uh, federal and, and state and local leaders need to just come together and figure out what we can do with a regional approach. Excuse me, guys. Uh, You know, remember that there are areas that have not experienced the rampant growth in coronavirus infections, excuse me, uh, like the city of Chicago or or Cook County area. I don't see why our leaders uh, wouldn't plan to open things up on a more regional basis and then deal with hot spots that may or may not pop up in the next few months uh, or later on in the year. I think we have to have a plan for that. And and it's frustrating as a as an elected official to uh, hear talk of optimism come from the president and from other leaders and then be panned by the media. I, I want that optimistic talk. I, I, want, I want our elected officials to be optimistic about getting back to normal as soon as possible. And, and frankly, uh, I certainly hope it gets here sooner rather than later. Congressman Rodney Davis is with us on News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY in the WMAY Morning News Feed. Congressman Davis, what about, you know, the early numbers we're seeing from Illinois that this is definitely much more impactful on the elderly than it is uh, people, say, under 50. Could we see a a ramp-up of the economy based on age? Well, I think you're going to see uh, see, uh, those that aren't part of the vulnerable population be excited to, to go out and get back to normal as soon as we're allowed to. Uh, I, I think until we can find out, until we ramp up testing capabilities and antibody testing capabilities, uh, and, and, you know, as, as I said earlier, we find more and more out about this disease on a, a weekly basis. And, and I think we're going to be able to conquer this disease because we've got the best and the brightest in the world when it comes to our scientists, our doctors, our researchers. And, and frankly, we're in a good position because of because of the billions of dollars we've invested in research funding to be able to put us in a leadership a leadership position in finding and developing a vaccine and an antibody test, I think when you see the testing capabilities continue to rise, uh, test results uh, that are more immediate than what we have now, I think you're going to be able to see where uh, you know who's been impacted, who's had the disease, may not have known about it and what their chances of getting that disease in the future are. And I think that will lead to uh, the more impactful decisions on what to do in the future when it comes to economic shutdowns. Well, I'm looking forward to 
future conversations with you because uh, we're, we're pulling out of time now. But uh, I want you to start thinking about what's not being addressed in Congress that uh, that we should be addressing while you guys are uh, essentially on a uh, COVID recess. Here. Yeah, I, I mean, then this is something with there are local lawmakers yeah. and of course a uh, national state house, uh, city, state house. Yeah, yeah. That we forget that we have all the other business to go through budgets and all sorts of things Pensions, along with this. property yeah. taxes. I mean, exactly. the whole the whole sordid mess. You are going to be a busy man, Congressman Davis, over the next few months. But we thanks for a piece of your time. We appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Take care.